0: we mm-hmm. you
1: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of buzz talk i'm your host kevin henry with me today is teddy haran filling in for matty purple matt had a little bit of a conflict of his schedule uh so he isn't able to make it however we have uh another star studded appearance (laughs) with ted um what's going on ted long time no see
0: happy to be here we got we got the trade deadline we got some super bowl i'm happy to be filling in, baby
1: yeah no uh so with with this episode we'll uh we'll obviously have to touch on Kyrie uh talk a little deadline uh and then I'll I want to get your takes on on Tom obviously hanging them up with what seems like for good yeah. uh get your Super Bowl picks and then uh after that Ethan and Connor will be on for the Super Bowl pickums. uh you know we'll Give you our score predictions, MVPs, uh, best bets, and all that stuff. So, um, but really, a a, a, wo- a shams bomb. Actually, mm-hmm. I think he I think he broke mm-hmm. it, and I think he's he's one A. Woj might be one B. But you um,
0: little, uh, we had a little battle between Ian Rappaport and um, and Schefter too. Yep. The yeah. What? What went up?
1: What went on with that exactly?
0: The. Uh, it had to do with the um, D'Amico Ryans and Sean Payton thing. And basically Ian mm. Rappaport initially tweeted and, and said like, uh, Denver missed out on D'Amico Ryans. So they went with their option B, which was Sean Payton. And then Schefter like five minutes later tweeted like, no, that had nothing to do with D'Amico Ryans going there. So huh. I don't know. We, we may Maybe he's trying know, to man. protect
1: Payton. Yeah, exactly. Um and Peyton had some good, some good uh, bits about Russell Wilson and his team, but that's that's for another day. Uh, yeah, I already I brewing. I I love it. I, I'm I'm on Team Peyton Dude, they, on this they one. They
0: invested but. so much in those two guys, and it already seems like they might be off to the wrong foot. Like less than twenty four hours in, yeah, it's it, amazing. <laughs> the
1: NFL, the gift that keeps on giving, but. Um, Yeah, Kyrie, big, Mm -hmm. big bomb for those who who don't know who are living under a rock. Um, Kyrie Irving uh, requested a trade out of Brooklyn. His trade request was granted him and Markeith Morris uh, are sent to Dallas uh, for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, 27 second round pick, a 2029 unprotected first round pick. And a two, uh, 2029 second round pick. Um, my initial thoughts is this is just going to go right up to plan. I mean, Hey, maybe Mark Cuban, uh, is smart and thinking that he can get the most out of Irving in the next, you know, couple months. Um, cause we haven't been able to see him be sustainable throughout a whole year, yeah. uh, whether it's his comments or, or injuries. Um, you know, at, at first uh, it's there's a there's a lot of like talk on Kyrie, and I get it, but you can't disregard what he does on the basketball court when he's healthy, when he's available. Um, and it's really funny how this worked out because you when you were just on and we were talking about Luca mm-hmm. uh, and how much he adds uh, value and how he's so ahead in the MVP race. It's because he needs to do yeah. everything. Uh, first Ted, what, what are your initial reactions on this? Cause this is, I mean, this is a huge trade that I didn't think we would get to see at at least this kind of splash, uh, for this trade. Yeah, It's
0: it's crazy how quick it kind of happened. You basically saw the Nets owner, Joe Tsai basically just be like, I'm sick of this motherfucker. I'm so sick of this fucking guy's shit. You're out of (laughs) here. But I mean, remark Cuban, like I talked about a little bit on the show, the guy's been hitting singles, doubles, like trying to get Luca a star around him. He tried Chris Stops, that didn't really take. He tried Spencer Dinwiddie, Jalen Brunson, Christian Wood, and you know, you, you kind of had the same outcome. So finally, he takes a home run swing. It's a huge fucking risk, but he had to yep. take a home run swing at some point. And like you said, on a contract year, some would say that's really bad. I'll flip it to something positive. He's on a contract year. The motherfucker's going to want to play. He's going to want to show people right. that he's still worth four years, 200 mil or whatever he's asking, whatever the asking price is going to be. So he's going to want to, it's on a prove it deal. It's, it's a huge risk. But, uh, I mean, Hey, Cuban took a home run swing and got to do what you got to do sometimes to try to get a championship, man. You got, you finally got a superstar around Luca. I'm not saying it's a win for, uh, for, uh, Dallas, but it's, it's a gamble.
1: You know, it's a start. It's it's, you know. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because at first, I, I it was almost comical, right? Like Kyrie, uh, he he's been the Grim Reaper. He's been a a cancer yeah. to pretty much every organization he's been in, um, and that's why it's hard for me to like accept that doing business with Kyrie and partnering up it's with the Celtics is,
0: fan in us, I know. Uh, It it is, but
1: I mean, it's, it was literally the second, you know, the second out of three times of him doing the same shit over and over and, um, long-term, I don't see it, but listen, out the West is pretty wide open. Like, I think things can be pretty shaky. I mean, Memphis has been struggling lately. Uh, Denver has been playing top notch, but the pelicans without zion are pretty much nothing i know ingram's back but other than the nuggets it's kind of wide open yeah. and i think even the nuggets can stumble mm-hmm. right so yeah I, I think mark cuban he's i mean he hasn't made it to where he is uh you know in his career without taking yeah. a risk and this is just another one of them uh, i i have a feeling that this is going to go well until it doesn't like we, you know, mm. this probably ends up crashing and burning, but in the event that it doesn't, uh, having a backcourt of Kyrie and Luca, uh, I, I mean, that's got to be the best talented duo on paper, even above Jason and Jalen, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's so easy to say like this is gonna, this is gonna fail. This is gonna be a dumpster fire because that's what we've seen from Kyrie for the past few seasons. But I mean, there is still. Like it's not even a, it's not even that crazy to say that things go well, they play well together, they put up crazy amounts of points. No other backcourt can guard them, and they go deep in the playoffs. And afterwards, Kyrie says, "Damn, that was kind of fun. I'm down to resign for a little bit." Like that's not crazy right. to say. I know since no. we've seen a lot of negative from Kyrie in the past, it does sound unrealistic, but mm-hmm. it's still a possibility. I mean, he like I said, like we're, we're kind of saying, like Mark Cuban had to finally do something. You got to, you can't let Luca play through his prime with no superstars around him. You just, when, you don't see teams win an NBA championship anymore with just one superstar. It doesn't happen. right? You got to get them talent yeah, around him. And Cuban did. It's a huge fucking risk. No doubt about it. But <laughs> sometimes you got to take it, man. I mean, we'll see.
1: Yeah. And obviously with, with Dallas, they know what they're getting. Um, Short term, uh, Marquise Morris. I think it's funny that they throw him, him in on, there. Uh, yeah, and, um, and Kyrie now, gets
0: a two million dollar g- bonus for finesse. Oh, that's, that's right. That's the best part. What? What a the finesse What a, what a career.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's interesting because Kyrie's had one of the weirdest careers, right? Like he's someone that I feel like is so good. He's a generational talent. Um, he he's just bopped around at different teams and it it just doesn't it doesn't feel right that he's on the move and you know the way LeBron moved was a lot different although he's been on the same amount of teams or you you know so um that's do the math there uh, huh I did I know (laughs) I mean LeBron's been around for fucking my whole life playing basketball.
0: basketball player is is incredible Kyrie the person is is a totally different story
1: Agreed. Um, I want to take a look at this on the Brooklyn side of yeah. things and, and what this means for for Durant, right? Um, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie's probably having his best year offensively. I think he's shooting close to 40% from deep. Yeah. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith, I mean, he, he obviously not someone you want as a number two guy on uh, a championship presence. team. Good yeah, defensive uh, presence. Agreed. Yeah. Um, you know, Durant's having, uh, one of his, I mean, one of his best years, he's looking transcendent this year. Um, you kind of feel for KD, although this is kind of what he wished for. He got, he got in business with Kyrie. Um, so you, you can't, you can't feel totally bad for him, but now this is a chance for him that if he, he opts out of, you know, trading, you know, getting traded or anything like that. I was looking at a few reports, um, he was open to being traded to the mm-hmm. Suns. Um, you know, the NBA is so weird, right? Like the, the player power, it, you know, it's a player driven league, obviously, but the amount of power they have is pretty ridiculous. It, it does make sense to a degree, yeah. but I, I mean, the, he has a chance now to enhance his legacy. As funny as that sounds like if he won with Kyrie and who knows, maybe Kyrie takes the lead and, and, in being the number one in the playoffs, probably not. But I think if if they build around KD in Brooklyn and he stays, like that means something at least, in, in I my opinion. I, I don't know if it's the best route to stay there. Like maybe Joe Tsai wants to just blow this thing up and kind of move on from from this era, um, which was very short lived. I mean, <laughs> Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie and him only played you know seventy four games together seven playoff wins, obviously the first year they sweep Boston. Um, and Kevin Durant, if his big toe was a little smaller, uh, they, mm. they end up taking that, mm. they might end up taking that game seven. Uh, and Kyrie did get hurt in that series, but I mean, that, that's something that could have flipped the whole script. Um, and then, you know, we, we kind of know the rest, obviously last year, them getting, uh, taken out by, by Boston in a sweep, which was, a uh, Amazing for us Celtics guys, but uh, what what kind of direction do you see this going? If you if you had a crystal ball, do you think he stays long term? Do you think he tries to they try to build around him, or if you're Joe decide, do you just blow it up?
0: They, I was just reading like they're already in conversations of what they want to do. I was reading that Brooklyn doesn't want to trade him. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if if Matt Ishbia, the new owner of Phoenix, comes in and just goes all in for Kevin Durant. That that doesn't seem too crazy, but you can still put a legitimate team around Kevin Durant. Like I've heard some things of possibly flipping Dinwiddie to Toronto and trying to get Van Vliet in there. I mean, Pascal Siakam's on the trade block. Like there's still really good pieces that you can put around Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant is still that good of a player that he can get you to, to where you want to go. You know, if you put some good players around him, he can get you to where you want to go. He can win you a championship. He's still that caliber of player. So, that's why, I mean, if I'm Joe Psy, I know you're probably really fucking tired of the past couple of right. years. Like, this is going to be a documentary in, in 10, 15 yep. years from now with Harden, Kyrie, and KD, and they couldn't win anything. But if you're Joe Tsai, man, you have a top 10 player, top five probably in the NBA right now, still under contract, still playing good basketball. I'd be really reluctant to let him go, personally.
1: I yep. mean those, those, that yep. type
0: of talent doesn't come around often.
1: Nope. And, and what are the odds that they, you know, if free agents go to Brooklyn, yeah. right? Like, not to say it's a small market by any sh- you know means. It's more so just like draw, what, what's you know? appealing. Like that's, exactly. that's part
0: of the draw is come play with KD. You're you're playing for a championship, even though we haven't really um, seen them get to there, like you said.
1: Right. Um, you know. I wanted to talk about if he were to be dealt, you know what makes sense. Um, I'll start by do it. asking you don't personally, do it. what? Okay, <laughs> you you wouldn't, no. right? With no. the the Jalen no. Brown, Kevin Durant, not even a mm-hmm. swap straight up.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you think
1: Jalen? So do you think
0: resigns? man. I'd rather I'd rather take the gamble that Jalen Brown resigns than K- KD resigning. I'd rather take that gamble. Because at least you yeah. already have a history with Jalen Brown. He knows people in that organization. He's got chemistry with those guys on the team. Like you D, you're, you're bringing in a foreign exchange student, having him there for a year <laughs> or two, and then saying, all right, well, what do you think about it? You want to stay or you want to go home or somewhere else? You know, like Jalen's been there for what, six, seven years now? Uh, maybe not that long. Six, six years?
1: Like yeah, uh, no, it it yeah. is that long. I think Jason Tatum's in his yeah. seventh year, or sixth year. So I mean, something I, like that. I'd
0: rather take my chances with Jalen Brown. I know it sounds like people might give me shit for that take, but on top of that, Jalen Brown's a better defender. Just, like keep that in mind as well. um I don't know. I just I I value the chemistry that those two guys have worked on together. Like I thought we were over this shit. I thought we were over like the... <laughs> Never. Are they going to break Never. up? Never. Those guys can't win together. Like, how long are we going to do this, man? Like, it's really fucking hard to win an NBA championship. It doesn't just come yeah. overnight. I, I don't know. I'd rather keep JB around. I mean, Kevin Durant, I'm not knocking KD. Of course, he'd be nice to have on the team. But not, not at the cost, man. Not at the cost. Yeah. I don't know about you.
1: No, for the record, I, I uh, I'm in agreement with you. But I start to think about Jalen resigning. I I don't, I don't know like how likely I know. it is. Like it, it's he's someone that he has. I mean, he's friends with Kyrie. Um, you know, he seems very fluid. Like he seems kind of like a you know this day and age NBA player where like you know he he's as big as it gets in Boston outside of Tatum, obviously. But like. The older he's gotten, the less I feel like he's going to resign and he's going to go somewhere else. And, you know, at the beginning of the year, though, like it it was nice to see like him and Tatum kind of going at the people who say they can't win together because that's obviously not true. Like, I think they they got over that hump last year, although they've been, you know, struggling, struggling as of as of late. Um I think they're 17 and 11 in their last 28 games, which I mean, we've seen worse, yeah, but no anyways, I, it, no, I, I agree. It's just, it's something to think about. I, I personally wouldn't like it. I think I'd rather bank on Jalen re-signing over Kevin Durant, And the uh, but it's something you have TV, to man. ask. Of course, that's a TV. huge part of it. Yeah. It's not getting um, any younger. Yeah. If agreed, if, uh, if Katie were to get traded, obviously the Suns is, is a landing spot. I think Memphis is probably the other good one. That'd like crazy. them in them in new Orleans are really the only teams with the kind of assets that match up for a trade like that. And Memphis kind of needs like a, a, an old person or a, a, an adult on that so team. To calm them
0: down and stop being so goddamn stupid. And...
1: Right. Because if you watch the end of their games, mm-hmm. it's horrible. Like they've, they've cost them get themselves game after game and um that's something that could definitely be be looked at and they have you know desmond bain would obviously have to be have involved to. but you know people forget it's desmond the same bain thing the celtic <laughs> i didn't even know how that. Crazy, that's crazy that was
0: yeah the celtics yeah. originally drafted him on draft night think of how nice that <laughs> so, would have been but yeah Desmond Bain would probably Jaron Jackson. You probably have to throw Jaron Jackson in that trade, to be honest.
1: Yeah, uh, and a lot of picks. Uh and New Orleans is another fun one, but mm-hmm. um, you know, they I mean they have damaged goods. Ingram's hurt a lot. Zion, obviously. Um I I think the Suns make the most sense. Um but even then I I would like K D to stay. I, I'm I like K D so I think for his legacy, I think it would help him to stay, even if he doesn't end up winning. I just think it's a better look uh, in this day and age. But we know the fluidity of of people moving in this league, so I wouldn't expect him to stay. What, in all honesty, you
0: don't expect you don't expect him to stay in free agency or at the uh, at the deadline.
1: I, I think he stays at the yeah. deadline. I think I think when you have him there. You don't trade someone yeah, of that yeah, value. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the best scorers in, in the game it has seen. And
0: Also, I just don't you, see – like, you're, I don't see Josiah and then that ownership group trading him to an Eastern Conference team. Like, trading no. him to Boston when they're only, like, what, five, four games behind Boston, that seems unrealistic, especially with kind of the trade past that you have with Boston. Like, remember yep. 10 years ago when basically Boston took Brooklyn's future? Essentially, yep. Like I just don't. Yep. I think that probably still has a sour taste with a lot of front office guys in Brooklyn. I just don't see that happening. If it were to be a trade, I'd say Western Conference. But I'm with you. I don't. I don't think it goes anywhere. I don't think that'd be really smart.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. Um it, it, It'll be interesting, and I, I think the winner of this whole thing has been Joe Sy. <laughs> Um not purposely not trading him to L.A. Oh, that was the funniest uh, thing. Is awesome and obviously LeBron gets got all upset about it.
0: Um, LeBron was like a girl, like a a middle schooler, (laughs) getting broken up with on social media. Like his past two weeks have just been intolerable. First, you have like the Boston meltdown, which we—I don't even think we talked about that. That was after I had come on last time.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, I have a
0: bone to pick about that. Like, I understand. Jason Tatum fouled him at the end of that play. But we've been issuing technical fouls left and right. LeBron had a full-on meltdown for like 10 minutes on the court, and he doesn't get a technical foul besides the point. But then LeBron's now complaining about the Kyrie thing, and now he's got a bone to pick with everybody not thinking he's a good scorer when he's about to break the scoring title. The past couple weeks of LeBron have just been infuriating to me.
1: Yeah, I feel like he's been infuriating to me my my whole so life. So conclusion of that is I'm
0: happy. I'm very happy about Joe Tsai basically being <laughs> like, "Fuck you guys!" Like, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna trade it, Kyrie where I want to trade Kyrie.
1: And I was talking to a buddy of mine who is a Lakers fan. This is feel. It, it's funny as a Celtics fan. Like, I kind of wanted them to get Kyrie, and the Laker fan base wanted Kyrie, and that doesn't happen often. Like, oh, give you know the Lakers will be in future shambles if they got Kyrie. You're basically, tra- why would LeBron care about your picks in 2029? Yeah. You know, like he's not going to be like there. The Sean he's just thing. thinking. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. No, that's a great Same. point. So I I think, you know, what's ridiculous is um, why am I blanking on the, the GM there? Um, Rob
0: Linca.
1: Thank you. <laughs> you know, he, I mean, they offered it, right? Like they offer, I forget exactly what, but it was Russell Beverly like picks. And I think it was two first round picks. And it's like, you realize LeBron's going to, like he already is on the record saying he's going to play with his son wherever he goes. So he's gone, right? Um, It's just why forfeit your future for a team that even with Kyrie, I don't think gets them anywhere. I don't think Anthony, Anthony Davis cannot stay healthy for more than 2 weeks at this point. Like that's just that's just what it's it is. So I know cuz he's such an amazing player and obviously he's not Pelicans uh Anthony Davis, but damn, he's still a force still a and force. a freak of nature. Yeah, yeah uh, um on the court when he's available, but kind of the Kyrie thing, the best uh ability is availability and you at know. Least Anthony, Anthony Davis is a dick well, at least Anthony Davis like wants yeah, to play right. basketball. Like, <laughs> like it's the same thing with Kevin Durant. Like Kevin Durant's gonna stay in Brooklyn and he might be pissed off, but like he's still gonna show up because he loves yeah. basketball. Yeah. And you know, Kyrie has obviously got into a lot of uh, extra curricular activities and um One when it comes to down it, to yeah. It, it, yeah, <laughs> and you know it's it's interesting. like I think this Kyrie and Luca thing might work. I know they they are both ball dominant but I think Kyrie maybe gets humbled probably not but if he can and can work with Luka like we're going to see some fantastic basketball here in the really next few weeks. Yeah. Really, yeah. Um and they're going to they're going to put up a million oh, points. Yeah. yeah. It, it's
0: um and on top the, of that uh, uh, the Mavericks f- just got Christian Wood back. Christian Wood silently yeah. like an almost yeah. 20 per game guy so they're getting of course, at the right uh, time.
1: and and they still have and they still have Hardaway, yeah. um, you know. For those Kyrie Irving fantasy uh, basketball owners, uh, <laughs> we're licking our chops. We are licking our chops. Um, a lot of a lot of trades been sent my way. <laughs> haven't haven't accept haven't accept, accepted any of them. I'm not going to name names. A few from. <laughs> Few from my filling uh, (laughs)
0: co-hosts. I thought I made some nice Uh, trades.
1: (laughs) You had you and Bowen had the best ones. I I got I got a bone to pick with AD. He if he's listening, and I bet he is. The trades he has has sent me this year is deserves jail time, and he knows it. I hope he hears this because it's jail for him these trade proposals Chip I've gotten
0: cap to 80. He's fleeced some dudes in some trades this, this year. He is. God, I can't do dudes, it. Man.
1: I can't, I can't do it. I just, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of a few, but my God, I, I look at him like this guy thinks I woke up yesterday. Like <laughs> hey, mine weren't, mine I, weren't
0: that crazy. Mine weren't. They
1: were crazy. not that crazy. I, I, listen, they weren't even like terrible, but I just, uh, yeah. Listen, Giddy's a big commodity too, so we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk, we'll talk yes. off air. Had to, we'll leave business to the side here, but um, involving trades, real quick. Um, you know, a lot of talks about the Celtics and potentially Grant Williams being moved. I think that's more of a market, you know, search for for Grant. I think people want grant williams i think he adds a lot of value to a team in a role player Mm -hmm. position um it's going to be interesting i mean you got the deadline coming up uh we're recording on a tuesday so thursday uh is the deadline do you do you see the celtics making any moves here yeah i think
0: they'll make a move i think I, i think pritchard kind of shit packed his bags With those comments uh, on the Igudala podcast, basically being like, I'm not going to resign. I don't want to, you know, I want a bigger role. We'll have to see. And then the Grant Williams thing, everything that I've read, he's looking for like a 20 mil, 25 mil a year type of deal where he's going to be a starter. So that could maybe prompt him out. I've seen enough from Sam Hauser too. I mean, last night he had a decent game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the defensive woes. I, I do think that there's a big need for a backup big man and a big need for someone who can just eat up some of Tatum's minutes. You're using Tatum way too yep. much. We talked about this last time I was on. Some You yep. need to have someone that can come in and eat some of those minutes and can be a productive scorer and playmaker off the bench to try to take some of that pressure off Tatum. Uh, so, yeah I, yeah, I think there's be some sort of deal done. There's been a ton of names floating around there. We, we know how Brad is, uh, but I, I think there will be a deal. One name that I've seen a lot, and I don't know how I feel about it, is uh, the reunion possibility of uh, Kelly Olynyk.
1: I've heard it, too, and I think it makes it sense. I mean, he, he – uh, listen, I'll – I watched Kelly Olenek drop 32 in a game seven series against the wizards at the garden. Uh, I bought a last row ticket with Connor Murphy and I watched that man willfully lead us to the Eastern conference finals to ultimately get swept by the uh, Cavs. But Kelly Olenek, I mean that place was chanting his name and it was, I'm forever indebted to him because that was such a amazing experience. I'll never forget.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, it, it does seem to make sense. You know, a guy who can kind of shoot some good offensive production from the big man position. Like, you... you shh. I was I was about to say that you could argue he's a more offensive big man than Rob. I will say he's more of an outside presence than Rob. Yes, know, there you I'll go. switch that up and say he's more of an outside presence than Rob. But you you need something like that. You need a guy that, that's yeah. going to be able to... Cause Let's be honest. Another guy I'm I'm all set with. I've seen enough. Is, is Luke Cornett. I'm I'm good. I'm.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm all set, I know, man. It's...
0: Like his, he's so slow on rotations. He just looks <sighs> uncoordinated. Like when you throw, when people have thrown up an alley oop to him, I think he just gets scared. <laughs> like I think he gets yeah. like I can't fucking do that. What are you throwing that shit up there for? Like I'm not fucking gonna dunk that. I <laughs> yeah i'm all set with that uh, so I, I think like some of the bigger names like we talked about like with yakup hurdle is a, a little bit maybe of a reach because i don't yeah, know if they're agreed. gonna give up quite the assets to get him right but hey we, we'll see man i do think they make a move i do think i don't know about you
1: yeah i know i i think uh Someone that makes sense that's been floated around too is a Jarrett Vanderbilt if yeah. Danny's you know willing to like to get in bed with the Celtics, which I would think he would. Um, you know, Danny's Danny, and he's going to try to win every trade he makes. Um, but you know that's something, and you know he's got ties with Peyton Pritchard. He obviously drafted him, so um, you know that'll be interesting. I think you need someone that eats up minutes for Tatum. More, mm-hmm. I think it's more important. Mm-hmm. I don't love Luke Cornette or, you know, uh, late in games, but like, listen, I'd rather have that than Tatum gas. I mean, we saw what he was uh, in the finals, you know, and um, not to say it's all fatigue, but, you know, Jalen Brown had no issue playing the way he did uh, against Golden State. So that'll be interesting. I want to ask you, Ted, what teams do you – think should should buy at the deadline if you have one in in particular um Mm. who would you say on the spot who who should buy at at this year i would assume a western conference team um but at the same time you know what do you think it not to put you on the spot i'm gonna
0: actually switch it up on you well i'll give you an eastern conference team miami okay miami's been around the mix for the past few years they've been always kind of an eastern conference team but let's be honest the the big 3 that you got going there Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero that doesn't win you a championship it doesn't no. so you either got to say all right we're going to make a move this year or blow it up man cuz that big 3 like Jimmy Butler's not getting any any younger he's get he's on the decline and Tyler Hero yeah. I mean let's be honest how like how much better is he going to get how much better is he going to get? Bam Adebayo is fine, but he's not. I don't think he's he's a number one go to, you know, go to get a basket in the fourth quarter type of guy. I need I need two points right. right now. Give it a Bam type of guy. So they would be someone that I would expect to either to to buy at the deadline because they got a lot of old pieces like Kyle Lowry facing another. <laughs> well, knee when you injury. said when you
1: said big, I, I just thought you were talking about Kyrie uh, Kyle Lowry, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean for them it's it's one of those situations where it's like you gotta shit or get off the pot like you're you're right yeah. in the mix they're right kind of in the mix there but they're not as good as the top five teams will maybe take brooklyn out of that now a little bit top four teams in the eastern conference they're not as good of as you know so right they're in a position if they make a a move to bring in someone significant maybe like a I'm blanking on the a, a big name here, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like you bring in a big name, right. whether it's like an OG Ananobi yeah. who they've been linked to a little bit, someone like yeah. that. Now, now you're in business a little bit in the Eastern Conference.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, it, it it makes sense. Um, a team, two teams come to mind about selling. Uh, one's very apparent. I think both are apparent. I think uh, Toronto. You kind of rip that up, kind of start building around Scotty Barnes. You, you get rid of Van Vliet. Chicago, another one, yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. They're just they're, – they don't are they have it. I mean, Levine, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's a good one. And then the Wizards. Yeah. I think you – I don't know if Beal's going to get dealt. Probably not. I know you he just signed, signed that, that deal. deal. But, but, you know, you do have a core with Kuzma and, and Beal. Outside of that, I mean, you know, a Monty Morris will probably get moved. Boizingas. Um Porzingis you want to talk about one. hopping
0: around from teams. Right. Man, you can't stick around. Um,
1: and, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see if Philly does anything. Like, you know, they've been playing well as of late. Um, You know, if Embiid can stay healthy, they're, you know, we've never really taken them serious in the playoffs, but that's something interesting, you know, if they find a way to maneuver. Um, And then, you know, the Lakers... I don't think they should sell, but you know LeBron's in their ear uh, daily. About they see that window closing. Get more. This... I mean, something's got to yeah. happen with Russell Westbrook, in yeah. my opinion. Like I, I think they, yeah, LeBron, when he makes that statement about Kyrie not being, you know, not landing there, like why the why the fuck would Russell Westbrook want to play with him like that? Yeah. And listen, Westbrook's taken a, a bench role, and he's done pretty well with it um he he's definitely a name to look out for if if he gets moved so um you know in the suns like the suns at the end of it i was looking at the standings like in the next few weeks if they get booker back like they could end up as a three seed as crazy as that sounds um, he could he could you know they've been they've been staying afloat without booker and obviously we know what he can do when he gets on the
0: court i'll hit you with a uh, a western team a california team that i think should be buyers Sacramento. Sacramento.
1: I I was on this, Ted. I told you last time. I love this team. Yeah, man.
0: They got a good young team, and I don't think anybody thought they were going to perform as well as they did, but here they are, third, I think, last time I checked in the Western Conference, they could actually make some damage. Like They could cause some damage. You get a nice little wing player over there, or maybe another big to pair up with Sabonis, that's a that's a really scary team. Like, Darren Fox is good.
1: Sabonis man. is putting up God numbers this year, man. And they have a
0: decent he, little he's... venture going on around them as well.
1: Yep. Yeah. It, it's, it's amazing what they've been able to do. Uh, they've been such a fun team, uh, and obviously no one talks about them. But, um, no, it, it should be an interesting deadline. And, obviously, as we get down the stretch, I mean, it's hard to believe, uh, you know, really – two more months left in, in the season, you know, about that. So, you know, it's um you got the all-star game coming up and uh, it, it'll be fun to watch, uh, we, you know, Danny Ainge will also probably do something that no one mm-hmm. sees coming either.
0: We got some players tonight that, that I'm just looking at it. Like right now, we got some players tonight that possibly could be playing their last game with their teams. Like I'm, I'm looking at you, Russ, Russell Westbrook. Possibly yep. could be playing his his last game with with their team over there. I mean, the Bulls. I don't know what realistically they do to blow it up, but I I we talked about that. I would probably start to move on, maybe build around Levine only because you have him under contract for a while. But right, right. I think there's some teams that really have to like look in the mirror and say, all right, realistically, can we win a championship this season? What actually yep. is our future is our core right now. Good enough to get where we want to go in the future or this season. And if it's not like Toronto, like Chicago, like those teams we mentioned, fuck, let's, let's start to wheel and deal and get some picks and some young talent in here.
1: Yeah. Uh, lastly, as we finish this segment up, Ted, uh, I'd be remiss if, uh, I didn't bring up LeBron could break the scoring, uh, record all time tonight. Uh, 36 away I think it's very possible I think it's one of those things where he's going to do everything and he can Uh, I saw pregame; he showed up in in all black and he loves the theatrics I mean it's LA I get it that's why he went out there Um, you know he's the best basketball player I've ever seen in my life with my eyes I I, I didn't get to see Jordan in my opinion I think Jordan's better but uh, you know LeBron being fourth in assist and about to be the the leading scorer of all time i mean crazy. that's that's insane to to watch the career of that guy like you'll you'll never that's one of one as much as i hate to give him credit uh that's something that's very very special can
0: i can i put my arian foster cap on real real quick here i got, I got a hot part t- of the script initially just just age poorly But I'm going to say he doesn't get it tonight. And, again, you're probably not even going to put this episode out tonight. So if he does get it tonight, I'm going to look like an (laughs) asshole. But (laughs) I'm going to say he doesn't get it tonight because Thursday night on TNT, you got Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks coming into town. Obviously a way bigger market game. More people are going to be watching that game rather than OKC. And, by the way, Kev, who is LeBron going to be passing? Where did he start his career? Started his career. The script fits a lot better for him to break it against Milwaukee. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. That's it does. That's all I'm saying. Based on the NBA script I got, that's just
1: He and you know what? I hate that you said that because now he's gonna get to like (laughs) thirty points in the fourth and he's gonna start just passing. (laughs) And that's the kind of guy LeBron is. And honestly, he might even lose to, to like that is who he I is. I would love
0: it if, if LeBron, with, like, 50 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter, did the Ben Simmons where he had the ball, like, two feet away <laughs> from the cup and, like, just dished it off to someone on the baseline uh, for a three, just pulled the classic Ben Simmons. Like, I don't want the ball. You take it.
1: Uh, we didn't even talk about Ben Simmons. What <laughs> what a, a shitstorm he is. You can't trade him for a bag of potato chips. I swear No value.
0: To no value.
1: Oh, my God. But how? Uh. <laughs> Unbelievable, but all right, we'll uh, we'll be right back. I want to get your take on on Tom's retirement, um, you know, some Super Bowl talk, and then uh, we'll get you out of here. And we're back. Uh, Ted with me uh, had to to get his thoughts on Tom Brady. He's as big of a fan as as I am. I, I obviously, I put out a, a bonus episode just <laughs> did you? kind of uh, in a. I did. I, Connor and I hopped on. Did you guys uh, get
0: real wine drunk and have a little have a little cry. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm such I'm I'm such a a, a fanboy, and I I have every right to it. I'll, I would almost die for that man as ridiculous as you it gonna sounds, buy some sand? but, um, uh, no, I, I live in Florida. I'll just yeah, go we'll to the beach. Some,
0: yeah. Send me up some sand.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, not everyone has that, uh, accessibility. Uh, but anyways, um, you know, Tom, it feels like he he's done yeah. for good. Um, you know, what is your initial reaction? I know that's a loaded question, but wanted your initial take on it and, you know the thought of him not playing next year. I thought he would have mm. played. I did not think he'd go out like that. But I think, I think mentally he's he's over it, and I I get why. So uh, your initial yeah, thoughts. he doesn't have
0: anything left to prove. You know, and and the, coming off a year that was so frustrating, like immediately getting into training camp and almost instantly losing Ryan Jansen for basically the whole season, and then losing more offensive linemen throughout the season dealing with a first year head coach like i just think it was just taxing on the guy and on top of that yeah. we didn't even talk about his family issues and his money issues with the bitcoin or whatever right it's just been a long year right. for the dude so i thought yeah. he would he would go uh play somewhere else as well but i'm, I'm actually kind of happy that he's he's kind of you know chalking it up because it's been one one hell of a career man like the stats yeah. that came out were fucking crazy <laughs> I just was saying yeah. on the uh, on the show today, he was the last active player who was drafted by the Montreal Expos to retire.
1: That's insane. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's crazy. That's even crazier than like the 10 Super Bowl appearances. Um, yeah. And, you know, obviously going to Tampa proved his legacy mm-hmm. is worth even more. Um, you know, the last two years were kind of stat padding, but. He should have probably won MVP last year. Um, and the way, you know, I thought, you know, he should have stayed retired because he went out in like the most Tom Brady way ever. Right. Like he comes back, he leaves the field tied. Um, and you know, they lose, uh, for the defense. Obviously that happened Mm -hmm. twice. You know, he left, people forget that Tom Brady's left the field in two other super bowls with the lead. Um, you know, and obviously the Eagles won, it was a, a one possession game and, you know, Brandon Graham gets to him and strips sacks him. But, uh, you know, one thing I, I want to touch on a few things, um, Robert Kraft publicly coming out saying, uh, that he would do everything in his power to, to get him to sign a one day contract as a Patriot. Like, I don't I, personally, I think it doesn't make sense for him. Like he went on to the bucks and like, was you know even not even better but he got a ring and all that like I think if he went somewhere else and sucked it would have made more sense but I, I wanted to get your your thoughts I think on it that. makes
0: sense man he spent like what 20 years in the Patriots he spent three as a Tampa Bay Buck but I, I was I was thinking about that as well I'm pretty sure he can't do that until the new league year starts which I think is March ninth. Yeah. I want to say like he can't go anywhere in free agency until the new league year starts. So it'll probably be a few weeks before we even see that happening. Uh, but I, right. I'd love to see it. I mean, just, it never yeah. means anything. Like I, Paul Pierce did it, yeah. I'm pretty sure, but no one really talks right. about that. I don't know. It's, it'd be a nice little nod to new England because we stuck with him through some shit, man. We were, yeah, we, we did. were the loyalist fan base to that guy. I mean, yeah. Through and through. A- a- agreed
1: agree. That's a good way of looking at it. Um, I wanted to get your takes uh, on the let's go podcast. It was that his was first awesome. post retirement. Yeah. It, that was like the one episode. Cause I've listened to it and it's so scripted I can't and stand I, I'm not Jim a big gray. Jim gray fan. Yeah. My God. He's just such a little, uh, I'll leave, I'll leave yeah. that for another day. But anyways, um, Bill had some very nice things to say about Tom and you know, It's funny because I think, you know, they're both older, you know, they've been apart for three years now, uh, on the football field. And I obviously like there was, there was tension there. Like I do think they're, they're covering it up a bit, but at the same time, like these are two of the football legends that are respectively the best at their, their duties. Right. And, uh, I wish I had the soundbite for it, but you know, Bill, Bill had nothing but gratitude and Brady gets all choked up um, for it's kind of like Patriots porn. Really sorry is. for the language, it but really like, is. but like you, you hear that yeah. stuff and it's like, okay, well that's, that's amazing. That's, that's amazing to hear. Like uh, you have to respect it. And what's funny is they even got, you know, Tom brought up how people got bored of making headlines of them winning. Right. right. Like when it's fresh and new, yeah. like everyone supported it then they kept winning and everyone had to kind of make up their own things. And, you know, journalism, journalism, like obviously some, some stuff sticks more than others. But um, do you think it was like, I think it was genuine. I, do. I, I don't want to take it I that do. way, but yeah, it's um, I don't know what I, he also had Peyton Manning on, which was, which was awesome. And his parents. So that was one of the more genuine episodes. I'm not sure how much you've listened to it, but it's like, I, I went, you know, he's retired now. Like, can we stop with this fake kind of podcast? Yeah. Like, you're Tom Brady. You should you you can say whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I
0: mean, I don't think like I think that was genuine. I think like I, the fact, like you said, it's kind of like making a headline. Like when people win, 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 I'm sure there there was something to it. I'm sure like the Jimmy right. Garoppolo stuff and and all that, like Robert Kraft's influence as well, all played a role. And another thing that I think definitely probably played a role is is that the Patriots are unique in that Belichick is one of the lone head coaches in the NFL that is also the GM. So, like, at the same time, while you're, like, coaching this guy up, you're also evaluating his monetary value, you know what I mean? So that has a unique aspect. And they're two really big personalities that like to do things their own way. So, I yeah, I mean, shit, they played 20 years together. Of course there's going to be some friction, but – at the end of the day you could tell that through that let's go and like you said it was like patriots porn because you could tell that like yeah they yeah. just genuinely do respect each other like when it comes right. down to it sure there's arguments that happens but like we saw andy Reid and patrick mahomes getting into it this past season it happens yeah you know yeah like, I'm not well it's two very
1: answer. high competitive people yeah no i get it um it's still like in totality when you look back on it like If they just were to pay Tom Brady and keep him, like
0: get him, get him a wiser patriot,
1: yeah, like you know he's he's more than willing to stay there, and you know maybe it was obviously like Bill wanted Garoppolo moving forward, and that probably pissed Tom off, and that made Tom come out and play even better, and like you know I I think he was kind of in a rut, right? Like his last year, it was very similar to this year, um, not as extreme, but he was very you could see by his body language people forget i think we started 8 and 0 that year which yeah. is ridiculous and we were we did not look like an 8 and 0 team our defense was amazing that year but um you know that guy fuels off negativity towards him right like what he did in tampa for the first 2 years was incredible um and it it, it just it's so crazy to think that it's over with and um Lastly, I, I think he went on Colin Coward and, and said that Fox was nice enough to not let him go back into the booth, uh, or go into the booth until 2024. Mm. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Do you think he's he's gonna he's gonna do that for a long time? I mean, ten years, three seventy is insane. But what what are your thoughts? Do you think he's he's gonna be someone yeah. good or hopefully he doesn't turn
0: into Roma? Oh, I know, dude. Oh, fuck i know i think like we we got so dip teased with romo when we like initially he was awesome he was such a good commentator now it's just he's gone straight downhill um but yeah i I think brady will be really good it's a shame that greg olson's gonna kind of have to lose his job because i also think that greg olson is really 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 good as well
1: yeah at least we got him for the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I think
0: Fox should try to, you know, maneuver a little bit of a trade where you say, "Hey, we'll send you Greg Olson to CBS and, you know, a player to be named later or something like that," so we can have Greg Olson on CBS. But yeah, no, I I think Brady would be good. I mean, how could you not be good? He's seen. There is nothing that Brady hasn't seen, and he's got a personality. I know a lot of people like to yeah. think he's like a robot, but he's got a personality, man. I mean,
1: yeah, I I think where people. Uh, think that it, it could go south is two things. Um, and I, I think both of them do make sense. One, this one, actually not as much, but number one being that he's a very positive, genuine dude. And like, he might not call, you know, he, he might be afraid to to be ragged around the edges towards players. And you kind of have to be tough towards teammate, you know, obviously people he's played with, but, towards individuals and teams and coaches. I mean, look at Julian Edelman. Like he's had no issue yeah. ripping the pads and he's been spectacular doing media and, and content and yeah. all that. Um, and people definitely think that's a factor. Like if you're not willing to, to be number yeah. one, authentic to, I mean, listen, he's going to do preparation. Like that's how Tom Brady's been his whole career is preparation. So that's something you don't have to worry about. Um, and I, I do think, for majority of next year, like as much as he'll be spending time with family and stuff like that. And his Brady brand,
0: he'll be watching football. He
1: will put a lot of, yeah, he'll be putting, Oh yeah. He's, I mean, he's addicted to it, obviously. Um, but the other part, uh, of that is, um, where was I going with it? Why, why did that escape me? It was, um, I
0: agree with that. I agree with his, it might be tough for him to, you know, criticize. Yeah.
1: More so. Yeah, more so it's uh the second part of it, excuse me, was he's he he might find himself doing it for a year or two and thinking he's kind of above it because I mean, sorry, he kind of is, you yeah. know. So, longevity-wise, uh, 10 years Yeah. is I agree. is crazy. But look at Troy Aikman, like Troy Aikman, he didn't I didn't I wasn't fond of him at first. He's I've grown to like him Troy's a lot. I think Joe, Joe Buck, good
0: too. I like Joe as well. I didn't like yeah. Joe initially either. I think Joe and Troy yeah. are, are good together.
1: Yeah, I hate that they went to ESPN. I though. think y- like them not them not in the yeah. playoffs just kinda of blows.
0: I think your second thought is is I didn't even think of that. And I think that's that's very realistically. Like at what point is he just like, all right, this is fun, but I'm just kinda like <laughs> going through the motions and doing this right. shit over and over. Like at what point does he maybe start to think about like a GM role possibly or something like that?
1: I mean, like I mean that's why it looks like um like manning and peyton uh, who did i hear talk about this um uh, it was uh i forget who exactly but peyton and eli took so much money you know they always got yeah. paid tom brady was never like that but there's a big uh, i'm not gonna say conspiracy but a, a few reports uh that they're looking to to go in and buy a team. That's why they're doing all this media stuff. And, like, that makes a ton of sense. Like, Tom Brady could very well go in with Stephen Ross and yeah. buy, my, or, you know, buys an expansion mm. team or something like that. Like, Tom Brady is that guy where he'll be so competitive as an owner. Like, he'll have a grip on things and, you know, want want to win again, you know? I think it's going to be hard to see him, ha- you know, see people competing and like, there's also one last thought: is like picture picture him calling like a Tampa Carolina Panthers game, right? A one o'clock yeah. game, yeah. like come on, he is yeah. above that by far. Um,
0: like the games, that but, although Al Michaels some, and Kirk Herb go, Street had to do on Thursday, yeah.
1: Oh my god, yeah. Well, that's a that's been those games have just been a debacle in itself. Um, but also something interesting I I learned is I believe next year there isn't going to, or I don't know when the new TV deals are or something like that. There's not going to be exclusive like NFC to Fox. It's going to be like the Patriots could play on on Fox at like a 425 game against like the chiefs or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, usually a game that's on CBS. So that'll be interesting. I'd love to see Brady call a game against the Pats. And personally, like, I think it'd be hard for him to like rip the Patriots. Like I do. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't think he'd have a problem ripping Mac Jones. Like, he doesn't have a relationship with Mac Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone like that. I will say, like, now that you bring it up, if I were a betting man, I'm not saying he makes the whole 10 years. I'm not saying he makes the whole 10 years. Yeah. Like, he'll get bored. Yeah. like, Like, you said, get into ownership or GM or something along those lines. Like, not getting out of the game of football, but at what point does it just get boring? Like you said, you're better than that. to be honest, like, it sounds like prickish, but like true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he could be golfing, you know, like it's just, I don't want to call so many other things.
0: Kyler Murray versus Baker Mayfield right now. Right.
1: Right. Um, and that, that kind of wraps up, uh, Brady. I don't know if you have any more thoughts, uh, on that Ted, but, um, wanted to to just get a little Super Bowl pick out of you uh we'll we'll dive into this next uh segment with Ethan and Connor Mm. but uh who this is a a very interesting Super Bowl because uh you have a better team in Philly right this actually really reminds me of the Seattle Super Bowl like a lot because I think Seattle like front to back was Mm. a better team Patriots definitely had a better offense but um you got to think man like is it the better team because you have or the better coach and quarterback like this will be Mahomes most impressive win in my opinion it's been his best year um I'm going to save my pick for next segment but uh, I wanted your thoughts on this game and and who you take Kansas in. City
0: Can you you said it like yeah Philadelphia has the better team when I saw that spread open up at uh plus 2 uh, or uh yeah yeah Kansas City at plus 2 I jumped right on that I mean yeah they have better positional players better offensive line probably better defense better secondary better wide receivers everything basically except for coach tight end and quarterback Philadelphia yep. is better so far but they've just kind of been able to cruise these playoffs like they have not had any It's sort been weak of-
1: for them all year it's been pretty weak yeah, for them honestly like the, who's the best quarterback they've beaten air rogers yeah
0: like they, their very first game you go up against the giants who you've already kicked the shit out of twice then you go into san francisco or play san francisco and purdy's hurt within the first quarter so that's not a game whatsoever it's just been a really easy road for them i'm not saying that you know they're not going to show out and compete but i'll take kansas city in this one kev i, I got i got i got a good one for you are you ready for me? I'm going to. I I know you guys are doing like your prop bets next segment. I'm going to hit you with one. Okay. Okay. There's going to be a safety in this game. Going yeah. to be a safety in this game. Calling my shot. Oh, well, we've seen it before. Yep, Holmes is on an injured ankle. Uh, even how good that Philadelphia O-line is, that Lane Johnson is dealing with a torn, torn, torn groin. He's like, that's crazy yep. in itself. And yep. on top of that, Two really good punters for Philadelphia and for yeah. Kansas City. Pin them within the five. I'm calling. I'm calling my shot. I'm going safety. I'm gonna say that Kansas City wins this bad boy, thirty-one to twenty-six.
1: Okay, yeah, I think, uh, like I said, I'll save my picks. I think it's gonna be. It, it has a chance for as a Patriots fan. Like it's not a very intriguing game for mm-hmm. for us, but like this is. This is Seattle versus New England yeah. all over again in my opinion. Like it, it's going to be it's going to be very it's going to be a fight. I think this is going to be a close game and it's a it's a big game for Mahomes. It's his biggest game of his career like going 1 and 2 is a lot different than mm-hmm. 2 and 1. Yep. And listen, if if you're trying to chase Brady and you've already lost to Brady twice in an AFC Championship in a Super Bowl, this is a kind of a must-win if you want to get in that realm of of legend status, and I think it's going to be tough for both. And sides. you want to
0: talk about windows closing? I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes's window is closing, but I will say that Travis Kelsey and possibly Andy Reid's window could be closing as well, and that plays a big yeah. role on Patrick Mahomes's future. So their windows could be starting to close. So yeah, it's a real important game. Uh, but I, I'm just hoping to see a. a a fun game and get real weird with it. Let's of have course. some dramatics. Of
1: course, yeah. I, I want to touch on that real quick. Is um, so Patrick Mahomes has a, a mountain to climb to to get to Brady, but out of anyone right now, he's definitely on on pace to to mm. get there or close. Mm-hmm. Sniff it. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid, twenty one career playoff wins. Bill Belichick's at thirty one. He's sixty five. I want to <laughs> say. I could be. Yeah. Listen, I think when it's all said and done, if he can play and if he can, excuse me, if he can coach another six, seven years, you might have you think some. He can? You might have some competition. He doesn't that's look like man, the healthiest Kev. guy. Yeah, that's a big it is a big man. man. Well, maybe you just keep feeding him, and he's fine. I mean,
0: <laughs> there is something to say. Like winter rolls around, playoffs. Like he's he's ready to go. He's got that extra coat, and that could be. That could be. It,
1: it's also like. He the one seed is the only seed that gets you a buy, right? So, essentially, you're gonna have to win four games to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, like, all right. But, he could possibly do it in five and six years, you, right? You,
0: you saying that? All right. He's he's at twenty one. Bills at thirty one. He's got ten games to go, right? But that's also like factoring thinking that Bill is not gonna win more playoff games in that time, which I'm not. I'm not buying. I'm not. Buying. Uh,
1: I don't know, Ted. I'm I think you have a better positive. I think you have a more positive outlook on this Patriots future than I do. But not to say he won't win one. But I think it's more likely Andy Reid wins eight playoff games in the next two years than Belichick winning four. If that makes sense, like
0: yeah, yeah. Until he gets you, like you know,
1: I know that's at an extreme. But um, listen. Last thought: the Patriots should take a page out of the Eagles' books. Look at what the Eagles have done to get real wide receivers. That's been such a big thing for the Patriots. It's like we drafted Nikhil Harry and stopped searching for some like a, a, a next factor. Mm-hmm. The Eagles kept trying. They missed with Rager. They missed with um, the last guy uh, named last name's White or something. Jalen Rager went one pick before mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson. How ridiculous mm-hmm. is that? But I, that's a that's something the Patriots need to emulate. And obviously the the Eagles have something the Patriots used to have with a lot of homegrown talent being there. They have two players on the offensive D and defensive lines that have been there 10 plus years. Yeah. Like that's yeah. pretty ridiculous. So, uh, you know, the Eagles ended up getting AJ Brown. And I think he's the only player that has not come via the draft uh, or, or free agency ever. Like Darius e. like traded for
0: from new Orleans. Yeah. Okay, man. thank you.
1: I, I could be wrong. I forget the exact yeah. thing of it, but most of it is, is homegrown, and they've homegrown. done it the right way. Of especially out yeah, of they, they've done it the right way. So, all right, there there it is. Teddy Horan, uh, the man, the host of The Big Ticket on 101.1 Nailed FM, it. 1540 WADK, okay. uh, Monday through Friday, 4 to 5. Uh, he's taking the, excuse me, he's taking the Chiefs, thirty one twenty six. Uh Ted, this is a lot of fun. Thanks so much for, for filling in. Uh, I appreciate Anytime, it.
0: brother. Thanks for having me on. All
1: right. hello yorkies welcome back to another playoff pickums we we now have uh a champion crowned. uh ethan ennis beginner's luck Um, this is this is way harder than i thought it would be um but we're we're raw and uncut this is how this is how this is going to start um Yolkies is an Easter egg, I'm sure some some will understand. But anyways, uh, yeah, Ethan, um, post-game uh, championship win. Uh, give us your press conference, please. Oh, the bottles are popping, or
2: uh, like Joe Cool, we got the cigars out. We're feeling good. I don't know. I felt confident at the beginning of this thing. I guess I'm not too surprised.
1: Ugh. Oh. Gross.
2: <laughs> yeah, I bet you love to hear it. I don't know. It could be a little bit of a uh, beginner's luck. But, hey, we're feeling good. Um, and the Eagles definitely blew my expectations out of the water, even though I picked them. So.
1: Yeah, ugly game. That that happens when your quarterback needs ch- Tommy John surgery. Um, now they have no choice but to start Trey Lance next year, I guess. Um, Jimmy G's Is it, probably gone as well. Does he uh, actually need
3: on. Tommy John?
1: I'm pretty sure it was like a torn UCL. I'm yeah, pretty. sure. that. that. I, it wasn't Tommy John. Was no,
3: I didn't think.
2: Was, yeah, I don't, yeah, you're right. I don't think Tommy John, but I think he did need some sort of reconstructive.
3: Yeah, Tommy yeah. John. We'll Tommy John's like a like a 12 to 14 month recovery time. Even more, I think his is only like a six month recovery. So it was like a partial phone, oh, okay. I think.
2: Um, um,
1: okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the 49ers were blown out. Uh, Jacob Johnson kind of blew it late in the uh second half um It was sort of a game, but uh he didn't seem very well prepared, which is weird because he was essentially taking backup reps for the last few weeks um There's so only so I, many
3: guys you can get ready,
1: I for, know, but you know yeah. I know, but Kyle Shanahan, like, come on, dude, like you have to have your backup at least ready to insert yeah. into the game like yeah. i, I th- I, I think that was bad. Um, I don't know how how many
2: reps he was able to get with the ones throughout the week. Probably not a lot. Probably yeah, not a probably lot. Not. But that matters. If you, know, you don't get any reps with the, with the starters, it's you know, right. Tough to but, go out there mid game with all the pressure on top of that. Yeah. You don't have a comfort zone. I don't know. Right, but at those... the end of,
1: at the end of the day, you got to go out there. You got to play.
3: Yeah. I, I saw the I saw like I'm sure you guys probably saw it, but it was like a video of some 49ers fans, and it was like. Imagine spending two thousand dollars to watch Jacob Johnson in the NFC Championship. Like <laughs> you pay two thousand dollars for a, yeah, that's for a that's seat brutal. in the in the rafters, pretty much for not the rafters, but you know what I mean for yeah, to watch Jacob Johnson ruin your season. So
1: yeah, real quick, uh, you, know. you know the the Bengals fell fell short. Um, they gave uh, the Chiefs a lot of bulletin board material. Burrow Burrowhead's not a thing anymore. That's officially dead. Um, you know, I, I, the refs were definitely bad uh, across both games last or two weeks ago. Um, but ultimately, um, the Bengals had two chances under, you know, with five minutes, under five minutes left, you know, and uh, the punter, you got to punt that out of bounds, right? Like, I, I know Sky States. Moore had his issues with pu- returning punts, but um, that ultimately cost them for what then set up a, a roughing the passer that was, you know, it's a tough call, but it was the right call, um, and the the Chiefs were the better team. Uh, I mean, the Bengals really are the better team on paper, but uh, I talked to Ted about this earlier. Like, they had the better quarterback that day, and they had the better coach, and that's what it, it, it falls down to. I mean, that's kind of how the Patriots ended up doing what they did in their, their tenure. Um, but anyways, uh, before we, we go to the Super Bowl – did any of you guys watch the Pro Bowl or any of that stuff at all? No.
2: No. I saw clips of them doing water balloon toss, and I Ugh. could have sworn I did that this past summer at a cookout. Yeah. I don't think it is football. Yeah, uh, yeah sorry. it's. I saw another thing. Of a, it was like a clip of what the Pro Bowl was like in 2006 to now. Right. It was, uh, yeah. I can't well, remember what like Sean. Ta- was. You
1: it. think of Sean Taylor making that hit. Oh, yeah. To, to what it is now it's flag football and I do like that the Mannings were very competitive about it that's something I didn't watch really any of it but um you know and they had McAfee and Herb Street, uh announcing the the flag football game but it's just come on like make it do the skills challenge like they did with you yeah. know back in the day um you know they did a golf drop you know longest golfing drop like
2: what does I get it, it. It's not football. Yeah,
1: though. I get it. It's like you know why have any of that? I don't know. That was that was kind of funny to to watch, Connor. I don't know if you got to see any of that. Probably not. It's not worth it.
3: I turned it on for literally probably a minute and a half. Uh, it said Geno Smith had thrown seven touchdowns. It's <laughs> like what the fuck oh am God. I watching? Uh, no, but yeah, it's it just like. Just give people the Pro Bowl, like, for their stats and for their, like, bonuses and stuff and just, like, get rid of it. I can't imagine this is, like, that much of a moneymaker for the NFL. Like, I I, I can't see that. Like, yeah, they packed the house, they have a lot of people in town and whatnot, but, like, no one's tuning into this, you know? Like, what are we doing? Just get rid of it. Yeah, Yeah, it could be their
2: attempt. Yeah, Yeah. it could be their attempt, like, what they're doing to change It could be their attempt at maybe trying to draw some viewership, but at the same time, man, when I was a kid, when I actually thought about the Pro Bowl is the skills challenge and, it, and getting to see your favorite players that right. you know are good showing off some sort of skill that actually pertains to what got them there
1: into the right. Pro Bowl. So it was like I don't know I mean Tyler Huntley it's, was a Pro Bowler and it's like yeah. what, what are I you would, doing? When yeah. Like, that can conf- I didn't I guess I didn't pay
2: that much attention well, just, to the I mean, Pro Derek Bowl Car- folks. But. Derek
1: Carr was another one like at least in the NBA like that's something I'll watch. Like I think the All Star Game. I mean, it's it's a mastery of scoring. Like they don't play defense in the All Star Game, but they've become you know they made the All Star Game more innovative and like um, you know it's just it's kind of it sucks because there could be a lot of potential there and it just kind of seems like a non-watchable item at this point. Yeah. I agree. Um. But that leads us into uh, this Sunday, six thirty in Glendale, Arizona, University of Phoenix Stadium. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs playing the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are favored by one and a half. Um, I alluded uh, to this uh, uh, in the previous segment with Ted, but uh, this is like this game reminds me of the Seahawks-Patriots uh, Super Bowl where you have. Probably the better team front to back, uh, in the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, best, best offensive and defensive lines, better defense, uh, a more well-rounded offense, if you would, against a, you know, legendary quarterback, uh, coach duo. Um, the Eagles are favored. Um, it, it has gone down by uh, a half point, um, Kind of get initial takes on this game, uh, Ethan. If you want to start us off, what kind of what we'll we'll be anticipating, and you know we'll go from there.
3: Yeah, uh,
2: you actually just cut out for a minute, so I think
1: oh. viewers may have missed Where, the where'd you lose words in
2: between
3: there.
2: They'll they'll uh, hear it.
1: They'll hear it on my end.
2: Okay. Well,
1: I'll get. I guess I'll just give my take on the
2: game. So, which is probably what you said
1: anyways. (laughs) It is, yeah, yeah. Initial thoughts, yeah, whatever, same thing. Uh, I
2: see this being, it's, uh, you got me thinking with the whole Seahawks-Patriots Super Bowl and having that dynasty aspect to your team, the, the Chiefs and all. I can see this being a really big story for them if they would do win a game like this. It just writes the tale of Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yep. Uh, it's something that we'll look back on in history, right? But at the same time, it's a completely different game. It's, you know, like they say, any given Sunday, and the Eagles are a good team. Yep. I don't think it's necessarily a matter of Hurts coming in and being the younger quarterback, less experienced. Like, oh, so maybe he might, he might not show up under the lights. I don't think it's that, man. I think this is any any other game to him and to the Eagles uh, as a whole. And I, I still think I'm, I'm riding high with the Eagles just mm-hmm. – I don't know. It's a whole different team. It gives me a different vibe than the Seahawks, but I can understand where you're coming from as far as the tale that they're talent of yep. this matchup. So, yeah, I guess those are my initial thoughts. And yeah. yeah,
1: Connor, what 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 do you take away? You know, first glance at this game, and then we'll we'll get into winners and and all that good stuff.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, I, I'm trying to get myself hyped up for it a little bit, you know, it's kind of I like, know.
1: it's forceful, but it's still the Super Bowl, you know?
3: Yeah, it's kind of weird, like, it's just, I don't know exactly what it is, like, I don't know why Eagles Chiefs, like, doesn't really tickle my fancy right off the bat, like, I don't know why I'm not really excited <laughs> for it, but um, I I do think, like, I, I saw something pretty cool, I mean, th- these are incredibly evenly matched teams, like, even if the Eagles are top to bottom, right. like better on paper, like the, the coach and quarterback duo, like to me outweighs it and makes it even as far as roster goes, you know, like yep. field Yates tweeted this. You guys may have seen this or not, but so far this year, they both have a 16 and three overall record. They yep. both scored 546 points. They both Insane. have six all pros, including a Kelsey brother and their quarterback. And then they both have the one seeds in the respective uh, respective conference. So, pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, if, if you think about it, I think it's, like, it's going to be a great game. I, I really freaking hope so. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll save. I have some more thoughts. But um, I just hope Patrick. I honestly, I hope Patrick Mahomes is fully healthy. That's the last thing I'll say.
1: Yeah. I, I think after watching that game last, you know, against the Bengals, I He obviously had a tough time moving left, but, um, yeah, I I do hope he's healthier. And, um, you know, Jalen Hurts, let's not forget he's banged up too. Like he didn't look spectacular against the Niners. I just think, you know, momentum caught fire and, um, you know, that's kind of how that played out. Um, what's crazy is they, they beat the giants 38, seven, right. Mm -hmm. And then they had a chance to beat 49ers. 38-7, Thirty-eight-seven ended up being thirty-one-seven, uh, which is you know exactly the route it was. Um, I think they beat the Vikings thirty-eight to seven in the uh, NFC Championship game, and they might have done it the week before, but I, I could be wrong on that. But anyways, um, w- we'll get into to winners here. I'll, I'll kind of start us off. It, it's I, I've gone back and forth on it, and Connor, I think you make a good point. Like as a Patriots fan, I. Don't get myself around to loving this game. Although that makes me think it's going to be one of those more historical games. Um, I think the line is, is correct. Uh, I'm glad that both quarterbacks are getting healthier. I think that helps the chiefs more than the Eagles, but um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be higher scoring. Um, But if uh, I'll start off with, we'll do winners and scores, Um, I I like the. I think this is a legacy game for Mahomes and Andy Reid. I really do. I think, you know, if if I I talked about this as well, but you know, if Mahomes goes one and two in in his Super Bowls, right? Like he's already lost one to Tom. He's lost an AFC Championship to Tom, and that's kind of who he's chasing at this point. Um, and he's on track to to maybe get there. It's you know, time will tell, obviously, but um. I think the Chiefs get it done here. I like it to be a a 35-32 victory by the Chiefs. I've gone back and forth on it, but I think it's going to be higher scoring, and um, I think think the Eagles are probably going to get up early, but I I like the the Chiefs to to hang around and, and score late to win this game.
2: That's actually a higher score than what I was predicting, I thought. I was picking a high score for who I thought was going to win this game. But, yes, while I see this could be a chi- – I was actually just looking at the list. I think it was the top five quarterbacks that we've seen in history in their Super Bowl records. And uh, I remember seeing Mahomes on there, I think, at like five or something like that, one-on-one. One. I thought to myself, because I had already sort of decided in my mind who I thought was going to win the Super Bowl, It's like, huh, that might say one and two in a week or so. But uh, – I don't know. I do think it will be a close game. I think both teams are going to see something completely different than what yeah. they saw in the in the conference championship games. And I think there's something to say about both of those games, where the Eagles they have a situation where they're playing against an offense that you know they can't really get anything going without a quarterback, right? Right. So how much does that play into the defense the defense's heads as far as the you know? Are they potentially going to come in overconfident? Have they maybe not seen enough uh, coming into a game where they're going to have to go against probably the other best offense in the NFL, in the Chiefs? Mm -hmm. And then the Chiefs, with uh, battling through Mahomes' injuries and a lot of mental mistakes from the uh, Bengals just for them to get by in a really tight game, Uh, I think that's what brings, brings this game closer than what I initially would have thought. Uh, had the Eagles blown out the 49ers without the circumstances. Mm-hmm. So I'm rolling with the Eagles still to win this game. Um, I can just see it happening. I I don't know. It's intuition, I guess. Yeah. What can I say? Um, but I have it at 30-27, Eagles, Cut. within a field goal. I still think these offenses are going to get the chance to put points on the board. Uh, Yes, you know that's the thing. But yeah, that's what I'm rolling with there. Um, I think it'll be a good game. I this one excites me because you do see like when was the last time you had two number one seeds make it to the Super Bowl and have such explosive teams that I I think a lot of people would argue are pretty entertaining as far as uh, the skill level and the talent that these teams possess. So
1: let's not forget the the team in white. Has won the last 13 out of 15 Super Bowls, so some food Is that for true? Fun. Yeah, wow. pre- pretty insane. Yeah, um, that's insane. But all right, one Chiefs, one Eagles. Connor, deciding vote. Who do you got here?
3: Yeah, if anyone's if anyone's betting, uh, any listeners are betting. I, I honestly think you should roll with Ethan based off of how hot he's been in the playoffs. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's – Again, was Yeah. I uh, I think you made a good point, um, Ethan. It, it is cool. Like I think it's it's cool to see two teams that throughout the regular season were like all right, best teams in, in the conference. Uh, maybe not as much on the Chiefs. People were like Bills. I'm one of those people where I was yeah. like I think Bills. But really, like yeah. you know, two teams that were were the best team in the conference throughout the entire year, their respective conferences, and to make it all the way, I think, is cool and rare. So I'm excited for that and uh, and those types of things. So um i i believe that the chiefs will win as well um but i but not 100 percent confidently you know obviously this is going to be close don't forget mahomes against the buccaneers 2020 he was yeah, hurt horrible yeah he had, he had turf toe he was hobbled. yeah he did he did and that game got away from them because he wasn't he wasn't well he wasn't himself right so like we talk about the Eagles blowouts in playoff games against good teams. We talk about the blots they've had, like again, I think I said it when, when like the Eagles did blow out the 49ers, like if it was a blowout, it was going to be in favor of the Eagles. Uh, of if, course. This if this game's a blowout, it's in favor of the Eagles. Like I believe. Right. Um, yeah. But at the same time, um, if Mahomes is like, is even, I don't know, 75%. Um, I like him. I, I like them to get it done. Like, this is where you know. I, I think he steps up here and and this is like you said, kind of, kind of Kev. It's a it's a legacy game for him. Um, I like it to be a thirty-one thirty Chiefs yeah. game. I I think the uh, over under gets smashed. I think I saw it at fifty and a half or fifty-one. Yeah, yeah. So I think that gets smashed. Uh, it's still a good over under though. Um, like it's it's definitely might be just yeah. just just yep. over but yeah. that's the way I'm leaning
1: yeah it's it's a hard pick like I, I'm in agreement with you like I can't see the Chiefs getting I can't see them blowing the Eagles out I could see it vice versa um, <coughs> excuse me but I think the Chiefs have been able to keep it close all year and they've also let teams hang around right like yeah. both you know both of their playoff games were close like, even the Jaguars, like, if Agnew doesn't fumble, there's a game. Um, and then, you know, Cincinnati had every right, every chance to win that game and, and couldn't finish. Um, it'll be really interesting to see if, you know, if Mahomes has the ball to to end the game, like, that's that's scary. But if the Eagles are the ones that are down by, you know, four points, let's say, like, that's going to be – it, very interesting to watch because they've really haven't had their backs yeah. up against the wall. Like they've had a very soft schedule. Their post-season runs been fairly easy compared to uh, the chiefs. So I, I do think if the chiefs do get up early, like it's going to be, it, it, we're going to see something from the Eagles that, that we haven't really seen uh, all year. And, you know, we saw them against the, 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 I almost said the R word against the commanders. Like, they were down that whole game and they couldn't do anything right. And that's when Jalen hurts was, was healthy. So, um, it's something to, to, to watch for sure. Uh, my, my MVP would be Mahomes. Um, obviously, uh, he's going to have to be spectacular to win this game. Um, I've seen a quarterback of Tom Brady do it for years and I think that's what we'll, we'll get, but look out for, for Chris Jones. If he can create a fumble and, get a defensive uh touchdown uh he, he'll be a, a big favorite for that um i don't think any of the wide receivers kelsey's another one that you know probably has really good odds if he can get like two or three touchdowns you know but like, if he has that, that all year. Then
3: it's mahomes if he right. has three touchdowns it's gonna be yeah. Mahomes.
1: yeah you know? yeah i mean it's interesting right like you never know when julian i don't so. when When Edelman won, you know, we had 10 receptions, but Tom didn't throw a touchdown that game. Uh, Didn't play very well, to be honest, but, you know, played well when it mattered. Uh, So I I think those three are are at least something for me. But obviously we saw – I forgot who won it against when the Seahawks blew out the 49ers. It was uh, – I can't remember his name. I saw I was in Disney for it and I watched he, he was in the red convertible the next day. That was pretty cool to watch. It was Michael something, but um yeah, I like Mahomes to to win MVP here. I think it makes sense. Um I'm interested to hear what Ethan has to say.
2: Yeah, for my MVP pick, it obviously has to go with the team that I think they that will win, and I think Jalen Hurts will get the MVP here. Uh I think he just has more ways to affect the game on offense um that's not to say that Mahomes hasn't made amazing plays with his legs and being that sort of dual threat quarterback and if I was picking the Chiefs I would probably go with Mahomes um but Jalen Hurts a lot like that offense man it it runs through him and what you were talking about as far as uh the Eagles not really being in a lot of games where they've had to come down come back from a from a deficit it's uh you're right, for sure. I think they are definitely more of a team that you see get up early and just lay on the gas pedal. Yep. Um, and that's why I was a little hesitant to pick such a close score for this game because I could totally see it just being, like, if they do get on that, I, can think, I think they can just hit the gas pedal. And I don't know, I wouldn't put it against the Chiefs to be able to, and Mahomes in that offense, to be able to put up plenty of points in a game and just keep up with the the Eagles. But, um, yeah, Jalen Hurst, I think, gets the MVP for me. Uh, the point you made about Chris Jones, he's had a, he's had a great season and an outstanding postseason. I mean, he that's, won that
1: game last week for him. He kind of clinched that for him to, yeah. to get the ball back with the sack. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, he'll have to have a big game. I think that that's a – That's definitely a strong mind to potentially have Chris Jones as an MVP. Right. Um, I I, uh, can't really disagree with you a lot there. But, yeah, I think Jalen Hurts, because I don't really see anyone else on the Eagles if they were to win to potentially take away that MVP. I don't know. I just don't see a scenario in which it won't be Jalen Hurts leading
1: the the charge there for a win. Really bold takes by the two of us. Connor, uh, who do you got? (laughs)
3: Yeah, well, one quick point before too, like just a tidbit as well. Um, Like I think it's I think it's, you know, goes without saying that this game is going to be dependent on Mahomes, like how he performs. But just like throw a stat in there, like it's total total offense. I think is what we're looking at as far as the statistic goes. Because in in the Eagles' games this year, they are let's see, sixteen and three. They're twelve and zero if I did my math correctly, 12-0 and in games that they hold the opponent to less than 310 yards, which they've done 12 times, which is crazy, total yards. The games that they've given up more than 310, they're 4-3. and three. Yeah. Mahomes' is over-under on passing yards is 290. Wow. So, Jeez. like, you know, that's not going to be that that difficult. I mean, they, they're running games. They don't have guys that are going 100-yard rushing or anything like that, but they're going to the be
1: – The a nice addition, though.
3: Right. He, he, could, he, he yeah. could be a sleeper. And, and Jarek McKinnon, and McKinnon yeah. is, is also a threat. Yeah. So, like, I think they smash that 310. I'm not saying that I think that's the reason that they win, but I think that's the reason that they have just as, like, a great chance to win. Um,
1: right.
3: Yeah. Just going off a of statistic, and I know that's not everything. But right. anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with Mahomes. I'm not going to overthink this. Yeah. Um, Mahomes is Mahomes. Um, he's going to be the reason that they win. Yeah. and you know if they do so don't need to overanalyze there that's
1: that's who i'm going with for mvp yeah i'm starting to think like if the eagles are gonna win they're gonna like we have all to have to win. Already, uh, yeah i mean i think the eagles team is good enough to win against a healthy mahomes but um i'm starting to think like the score needs to be lower i'm not going back on my score but like that's kind of kind of how i feel and Um, what's interesting. So we'll, we'll get into at least best bets. I don't know if you guys have any, uh, I brought up the, the white jerseys winning 13 out of the last 15, the coin toss is even crazier. The loser, uh, or excuse me, the winner of the coin toss, uh, has lost eight straight years. What? I don't that's know. That's absurd. I don't even know how that's possible. So, I, uh, essentially, the game's going to be decided. Um, In the
3: second half, too.
2: Yeah, that sounds like it. You you would think that teams, if they win the coin, you said the teams the that teams won the that, coin The come, team won. that wins the coin, no, they lose. Yeah, they lose. Exactly yeah. right. The teams who won the coin toss lose. You would think that most of those teams that won the coin toss probably deferred, right? Yeah. And... They, that means they had a higher probability of having a uh, two drives in a row yeah. to end the half and start the half. Right, that would typically mean maybe a game where you have a team up. Yeah, and they would win. You'd be able to get up. From that and win potentially, so yeah. yep. maybe it is a lot of a lot of second half games.
3: Yeah, to me that sounds probably. Like, I would, I bet their stats about like that first drive out of the half are crucial. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. crucial. You know, like, well, but I mean, I don't think the Patriots didn't score coming out of halftime. I don't think. I don't think I they, mean, they. They don't they think they scored their. I don't think they went twenty-eight
1: ten in that Super Bowl until late in the third quarter. So uh, yeah, the. I don't think Tom Brady scored a touchdown in the first quarter of any Super Bowl he's played in. Yeah, that's nuts, uh, <laughs> and that's ten of them. That's um, crazy. But yeah, it, it's interesting. Um, Obviously, the the Gatorade color is always fun. Um, I don't have a lot of stats on that, but dude, the um,
3: sorry to cut you off again. I keep no, I keep go ahead, in. go ahead. But no, go go, go ahead. I did. I did pull up some stuff about the Gatorade uh, color, and you know, like okay, so so the best odds if you're a betting man at plus plus twelve hundred is no like no Gatorade bath. You bet ten dollars to win one hundred and thirty. The Patriots and their Super Bowls, their first one, no Gatorade bath. Second one, no Gatorade bath. Um, basically four out of their six. Super Bowls in Tom Brady era with were no Gatorade baths. Bill probably crazy. said hell no. Yeah, so Bill
2: probably knew they were gonna win. He said, "If you guys Gatorade bath me, you're all getting cut." Yeah, yeah
3: literally. If you're if you're if you're looking for a sneaky easy 130 bucks, I might I might throw it on there. Um, no
2: bath. I don't but, know. I see the Chiefs dousing Andy Reid if they win. Yeah, maybe not I, Nick Sirianni though. I feel well, actually, like
1: the Chiefs yeah. if they win, it's red. And if the Eagles win, I'm going to go – I'm going to go blue. I don't think it's going to be green. I'm going to go blue. blue. I said blue.
3: You know what's crazy that I was thinking about too is like imagine like just the insider trading or like of the training staff being like, hey, yo, like I'm making the Gatorade today. I'm making the mix. It's blue. Like throw your house (laughs) on. They probably
2: signed – they probably signed like NDAs or confidentiality agreements.
3: That's not stopping the, some guys from taking care of the boys, you know. No,
2: it's you know? not stopping. Throw me, throw me, throw, me, a, throw me like
1: ten, fucking throw me a mill on this color, and Dude, then then it gets yeah. switched like at half. Like you probably got like the mob. Yeah, like I don't care if you have an NDA, brawl. Um, 30, Te- like Teddy brought up a, a good G's. one. He, he thinks a safety's going to happen in the game, which. Wow. It happened at first snap of the game against uh against oh the God. the Broncos uh Seahawks yeah. seven years ago. It opened up first snap of the game safety. Yeah, but That's you didn't right. you didn't
3: have a quarterback with Alzheimer's.
1: Yeah. And you don't have a quarterback <laughs> with Alzheimer's. No no neck mobility either. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I I think uh what we'll do for next week too is uh we'll ha- I'll have you guys on to break down the game so we don't have to end Pickum's one one week uh, short, I think we'll we'll break down the game, and um, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Um, maybe we'll just do one Super Bowl show and have Matt involved too. Um, but should do
2: video for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably a good <laughs> a, a idea. Video, bye, bye. Um but no, I mean pickems is is essentially done. We have our picks for the game, but uh, the three way tie would have been something something else, but. Ethan had to ruin the fun, as always. Um, But, yeah, it's – I can't believe this is it. Football's done. I don't know what I'm going to do with – I'm going to – I'm actually going to do what Aaron Rodgers is doing and go into uh, four weeks or two weeks of darkness. (laughs) I I forget what – I forget how long it is, but I don't know if we guys saw. Four days. Yeah, that's – I think I would come out a – I would come out a whole different person probably, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any closing remarks, but um, to recap everything, I got Chiefs 35-32, Ethan Eagles 31-30. Nope. nope, 30 oh, that, 27. Was, that was me score. Okay, thank you. And then me and Chiefs 31-30. Connor, what what were you about to get at?
3: Just quick uh, quick. best bet, too, is, is the over on Jalen Hurts rushing yards at 49 and a half. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking he hits that, but I can't imagine that's uh, probably yeah. a probably a bet that you'd win a lot of money on. So I uh, bet yeah. that's probably being being hammered.
1: No, uh, as as much as I pick the Chiefs and all that, I'm gonna be rooting for the Eagles. I, I'm not. I'm not like a big like hater on Mahomes. I like watching Mahomes, but I mean, once if he wins a second Super Bowl, like he's on track, man. He he's. I mean five straight AFC championships. Like, even if Mahomes can get to, like, five Super Bowl wins, like, people, you know, he'll probably end up breaking breaking a good bit of Brady's record just with the extra game alone now. Yeah. Um, and extra playoff games, too. So, yeah. selfishly, like, I'm going to be rooting against the Chiefs, but I still would rather see a good game over anything. And I think we're going to get one. I think <laughs> – I think it's uh, two very, very high-powered teams, um, and and it's going to be a fun one. I think it'll be better than last year. Last year on paper, actually, didn't – now that I think of it, like I was less excited for that than I am now.
2: Yeah, because, you know, you didn't necessarily know much about Joe Burrow. I mean, well, and Matt Stafford. (laughs) Right. I also, like –
3: I also don't know – like I don't really know any, like – or I'm not close to like any Chiefs or Eagles fans. Like Yeah. So I know a few so, Eagles fans. I don't I know Eagles like fans, one Chiefs yeah. fan.
1: I like know I know, know of people,
3: fan. but like I'm not uh, there's close, no one in yeah. my like immediate circle that I'm gonna be watching it with or that I'm like chirping regularly or anything yeah. like that. Um, Chirp so, anyone.
1: in yeah, a, a weird way, we- in a random, but I have a coworker who he's a diehard Chiefs fan and his wife's a, a diehard Eagles fan. Mm, wow. So, So that house will probably be insane.
3: And it's Valentine's Uh, Day weekend, which is, that seems like uh,
1: it's going to (laughs) be. That's going to brew up a lot of emotions. That might be a good time. Uh, But, man, we got screwed out of a a Philly and Buffalo fan base Super Bowl. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been destruction on Earth. That's what I wanted. Yeah, I wanted mayhem. But, I I mean, listen, Josh Allen, it's crazy, but he might need more weapons, as sad as that, like – he has two guys that would be number ones a lot of places with Gabe yes. Davis and Diggs. You know, I'm not going to elaborate too much on it, but they're going to have to do some some soul searching after this this year. I mean, that was a bad bad way to go out. Um, but no, thank you guys. Uh, hope everyone has a great Super Bowl Sunday. I still think they should make Monday a national holiday, but um, enjoy the last uh, 60 minutes of football for the foreseeable future um hopefully the giants and patriots can figure it out but wait um,
3: so we're not doing pickups for the xfl uh
1: you know (laughs) maybe why not why not um no but thank you guys uh that that concludes episode 38 of buzz talk uh matt should be back next week uh thank you all enjoy the weekend